As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The Giants are world champions. Welcome to the Giants Insider Podcast on NBCSportsBayArea.com. Introducing your host, San Francisco Giants Insider, Alex Pavlovich. Todd Linden, I'm, I'm going to start with something that's the old I'm going to make you feel old a little bit but I used to crush with you in video games so just just so you know when you were a giant briefly I'd, you were very good on triple play I think 2003 or 4 yeah so. man I, I should have tried that one because <laughs> I was playing the 2007 MLB something something rather and I wasn't that good but that was probably more accurate <laughs> so you're back with the Giants this is your second year right with this, San Jose my second year with San Jose fourth year coaching with the Giants I was in Augusta two years before that so how did that end up how do you end up back with them just uh at the end of my career my last season in 2013 I was often on the DL a little bit and I'd never really experienced that in my career been pretty healthy and and uh just the writing was on the wall and it was about that time to kind of kind of turn the page uh, with my career and and I wanted to get into coaching and I and I thought what better way than to talk to the team that drafted me and and I've spent so much time with and uh, I feel so loyal to so I, I approached them and and uh, they gave me a shot at it and it, you know here I am four years later and, and enjoying every moment of it. So you have a pretty big responsibility here you have a very good class of of prospects here and I think especially outfield prospects what do you think I'll start with those kids with Brian Reynolds and and Heath and Gio, what do you think of those guys as hitting prospects? They're they're all very talented, and it's exciting to have them in their first full season here of, of professional baseball, and, and for them to be at the advanced high A level. Um, there's a lot of challenges, but I think they've they've adapted and, and caught up to the learning curve, and and really I feel like that's my job. They're they're going to learn throughout bats and experience, but if I can in any any way accelerate that learning process, accelerate that learning curve then that's what we're looking for because there's a sense of urgency throughout the organization and throughout every organization to move guys you know as as quickly as they can but but not to uh put more on their plate than they can handle so really just just trying to bring them up to speed and 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 hopefully i can get them to buy into an approach and listen and uh and just really get better every day brian is is a top pick last year for these guys obviously is going to get a lot of attention going forward what, what do you like about his approach and and he's off the numbers I see I mean he's having a very nice season his yeah. first time out yeah he's he's been great um, I think he's he's pretty raw which is a good thing um, from a, a player development standpoint he, he's very confident in his right-handed swing and he's very talented in his left-handed swing being a switch hitter but I, I think he's just still growing and, and so raw more so left-handed than, uh, than right-handed, but uh, he's got a good approach. He's very intelligent. Comes from what he likes to refer to as the Stanford of the South in, <laughs> in Vanderbilt University, and 
and, and just a good guy and he's going to learn like I said just getting the at bats and getting the reps he's going to learn and and if he can and if he can be open minded and coachable as he is and and hear hear me when we talk about using the middle of the field and, and hitting the inside part of the baseball and hunting a good pitch to hit and and all these things that are important in, in becoming a good professional hitter that is consistent he's he's going to have nothing but but good things coming his way. You have a power hitting catcher here. I know Aramis has, has dealt with injuries the last couple of years have slowed him down, but I think he has 16 homers right now or something like that. What what do you see in him as, as his future? I mean, he's got a, he's got a ton of potential as well. As you said, he's been, he's been with the organization for a few years now and injury plague. Um, a freak incident last year, sliding into second base to break up a double play, and he, and he gets a knee to the eye socket. And, and so that was a huge setback, and I know it was very disappointing for him. But he was able to get healthy by the end of the year and go play in the fall league, and I think he really benefited from that, and he enjoyed it, and uh, had the opportunity to to play with and, and work with other top prospects throughout baseball, and so I think that was big for him. And just this year being healthy for the most part has has been the biggest thing. Like you said, he's got 16 home runs, I think he's got 20 doubles, and he's not missing too many fastballs. So I mean, driving the baseball to all parts of the field, and, and that's and that's what we talk about, and we talk about getting a good pitch to hit and, and not having to give in and hit a pitcher's pitch early early in an at-bat. And, and he's he's really bought in, he understands, and he's developed nicely as a professional hitter. It's just a matter of staying healthy, and I hope he can continue to do that and, and finish the year healthy and, and do what he's been doing. I think he's just under 280 with, with some good power numbers. So I'm, I'm very optimistic, and uh, like I said, hopefully he stays healthy and, and uh, finishes strong. and he'll be in a good place going into the next season. Everybody asked for a, a sleeper prospect here. They mentioned Ryan Howard as somebody that just just hits. Uh, what do you think of, of him, and, and can he stay at short? Is he going to have to move, do you think? Or? I, I, don't, I don't know. I think he can play shortstop. He's shown that. He's got good range. He makes, makes most all the plays, and he's got a good throwing arm. So I don't see why not. Um, I'll leave that up to the organization. They're pretty good at making those decisions. But... Uh, the bat, he's got great eye-hand coordination, and, and I love that he competes. He's one of the best competitors out there, and, and he wants it. He's a he's a ball player. He's not he's not out on the field because he can, and he's talented. That's part of it. He's out there because he loves it, and he wants to be, and, and like I said, a great competitor. So for for me, that's a that's a huge quality and intangible that, that you can't really teach. Um, so I mean, he's hitting 320, 330. He's been there most all year. He's been consistent, always finding a way to to get hits. I think with Ryan, it's it's a matter of him buying into getting something that he can square up and, and hit hard because, shoot, if he can reach it, he can hit it. He's a little bit of a free swinger like Pablo who's with us now, and uh, he's got that mentality. I, I'm just trying to sell him on getting a good pitch to that he wants to hit and not, not well, that's a strike. Well, it doesn't matter if it's a strike yeah. or not. You, you know, it's the first pitch of the at-bat. So, Try to get him to, to hunt a pitch and, and get something he can drive. But he's definitely very talented, great eye-hand coordination, and I can't say it enough, what a, what a competitor. That sounds like the profile that usually makes it up to, to San Francisco in this organization. I, I believe so because he's got, he's got talent, and, and he needs to be polished a little bit. But when I see that competitive nature and his love for the game, I, I know that, that that breeds a winner. And uh, I just hope he keeps it up and keeps growing and, and, and stays open-minded and, and – uh, continues to use the middle of the field because I think that's where his money's going to be. Someone we, we talk about a lot because we had him in camp this year, Stephen Duggar, and, and just I know he hasn't been able to stay healthy this year, but the potential that the tools are, are there, and, and I think they believe he can be a, a center fielder at AT&T Park. What have you, I know you haven't had him too much, but 
but uh, this year, and I think you probably had him here last year, right? Yeah. So th what have you seen from him as, as far as his potential? Well, Dougie was here with us last year for the first half, and he was one of those guys who, who moved up to double-A, I think, right around the All-Star break. Um, him, uh, Chris Shaw, and C.J. Hinojosa, and all three of them, they have, they've got great strike zone awareness and plate discipline, and, and that seems to be the common denominator on guys who can handle the, the, the jump to the next level where there's lots of prospects, lots of arms that are chucking 95 with good off-speed stuff. Um, and I think the sky's the limit. You look at you look at him in the outfield, and, and he can play anywhere in the outfield. He can play center field. He can play both corners. He's got a good throwing arm. does a lot of things very well. Um, it's just a matter he's been banged up a little bit this year, missed some time, and, and, and really getting healthy, getting healthy and, and getting the reps. I think that's that's all that's missing. I think he's real close, just needs to get out there and, and, and get some games in and some more at-bats under his belt, but very talented player. You mentioned Chris Shaw. He's moved pretty quickly since he was here with you, somebody we might see later this year. I mean, the power we've heard about, we I think most people who listen to this probably haven't seen him a whole lot, but what, what kind of power do you see from him? He's off the charts type of power. I think I was, before I got to meet him last year, I saw him in instructs and, and so on and so forth. And just reading his, his profile, talking about one of the best power bats in the draft and, and a hockey player coming from the Northeast and, and Boston. And, and he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a strong kid and, and he can swing the bat. And, and there's no doubt about that. I think he's, I think he's lived up to the, the tabloids. And uh, I, I think once again, just with the at-bats and, and refining his approach and tightening that strike zone, the sky's the limit with that guy. I, I, I'm very excited to see where, where he's going to be here in the near future and, and years to come, as I'm sure most of San Francisco's fans are. For you being back in this organization, what, what are your favorite memories of, of – I know maybe didn't play as long in San Francisco as you had hoped, but what are your memories of, of uh, your playing career there? Just a, a, a great venue, one of the best stadiums and, and settings in baseball. Uh, sold out packed house uh, fans that that have a passion for the game and they know the game uh, barry bonds and omar vizquel and rich aurelia and the list goes on and on um, but just just the whole thing and 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 really now looking back on it as being on the other side and being on the coaching staff and 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 all the time i've spent in this organization how loyal they are and uh and how and how they work and uh it really means a lot, and that's that's what I'm trying to convey to the players. It's uh, I, I show up as a coach in my first year, and I know exactly what's expected. I don't have to feel anybody out. I, I know personalities. I know what's expected. I know I got to go out and work hard, and, and I got to and I got to get these these players ready to, for the next level and for the big leagues ultimately. So I feel blessed and, and honored to be a part of this organization. You know, an organization that's won three World Series in, over the course of six years, and and has always been a competing organization so I'm fortunate and, and I really enjoy helping these young guys who are just out of college and, and explain to them about the ups and downs of the season um, how to take care of themselves how to get enough sleep and eat and and uh, use the cold tub and the Normatec and whatever else our, our training staff and and has for them to take care of their bodies because it's a different game than college and uh and I, and I know that the emotional side, the ups and downs, you know, going from four, four for four thinking you're going to be in the big leagues to, you know, being two for 25 and thinking, shoot, am I going to finish school or what am I going to do to find a job? So just, just really letting them understand that I've been there. I understand they're not alone. Their teammates are feeling the same way at times or have felt the same way. 
and and just to get better every day and 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 keep perspective see the big picture see where you're going and have goals and, and don't get too caught up in one game or or one series and, and the struggles and, and and don't and don't get overconfident when you're really swinging well you came back to the organization barry came back what was your response story that you can tell on a on a podcast oh man there's so many of them he, he was always good to me and and i think good to a lot of the young guys uh, I remember one time being in San Diego and getting back to the, the team hotel, and I think there was a handful of, of guys on the elevator, and I snuck on. And so myself, Barry, and maybe four other players, and some businessman just snuck on just as the doors are, are closing. He kind of got in, had his head down, punched the, the floor that he was on, and I just saw Barry stare at him, hoping that he looked up and, and, and <laughs> looking for a reaction. And, and the guy never did. I think he came to his floor, he got off, but... I'm sure that Barry has that effect on people when they're in a, a small setting and all of a sudden they realize, well, I'm next to Barry Bonds and I, I don't know if they go flush in the face or, or uh, wet themselves or what, but uh, it, it was just kind of funny to, to see that interaction. I think he still has that effect on people. Todd, I appreciate you taking the time. And I know I didn't cover you, but I, I know when, when the release came out that you were back with the organization, Henry Shulman and, and the guys who have been there forever were thought it was very cool. And I, I grew up, like I said, watching you a little bit and I thought that was cool too so welcome back and I'm sure it's it's fun to be part of it again absolutely I'm enjoying every minute of it and thanks for having me Alex The Giants Insider Podcast on CSNBayArea.com. Jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.